Business, the blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 79, the first one of 2019 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Christina Savian, founder and director of BeWise Limited. And we're going to talk especially about digital twins. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about your background and your current business? Yes, sure. I started my career, um, which has been mostly in the civil engineering and technology industry about 20 years ago. So I started as a, a land surveyor back in 1998, in um, qualified in my hometown, Turin, northwest of the country. I started initially working uh, for the design of a big freeways in north of Italy. Then I moved into traffic management and redesigned the big uh, the big uh, squares for the hosting of the Turin Winter uh, 2006 Olympic Games, which was a great challenge. And I moved to London uh, late 2005, and I started moved, uh, working for the Royal Borough of Greenwich in uh, southeast London. Uh, there I worked in um, many areas of the uh, traffic department, mostly uh, looking after control parking zones in the borough. And then in um, 2012, I moved uh, to uh, to LOCOG, the London Organising uh, Committee for the Olympic Games in um, London. I was the transport manager for the Greenwich Park Olympic venue, and uh, which was uh, an amazing uh, career achievement and extremely challenging. After that, I decided to... Uh, carry on with my passion for technology and digital transformation. A few years earlier, I had the opportunity to uh, meet uh, many members um, of Autodesk. They approached me because they were uh, quite fascinated about uh, some of my uh, implementation, using some of the products, and I guess uh, it was no surprise that they offered me a job. So I joined Autodesk in early 2013 in their technical um, specialist tech pre-sales team as an application engineer and looked after uh, the civil infrastructure geospatial solution for North Europe. So I traveled a lot, uh, mostly in um, North Europe and around um, Europe and uh, met, you know, millions of customers along the way and um, helping them um, with their uh, challenges in digital transformation, you know, for the civil infrastructure industry. Um, then I moved across the company and uh, started looking after the large enterprise customers, um, which was um, very good um, and very challenging, but I was looking uh, for um, making an even more, you know, bigger impact. Uh, so in uh, late 2017, I decided to uh, leave my corporate life and uh, I decided to set up uh, my business. So I set up um, BWISE, which stands for Built Environment Wise. I provide consultancy services for uh, the built environment, mostly working for, with uh, technology companies that uh, have um, there are small um, either startups or SMEs that have great new technology for the construction markets 
and I help them to you know scale up, help them with the strategy, help them with marketing, and I help them to you know to bring this new breakthrough technology into uh, the much needed construction market. But then, yes, one of my latest passions is the application of digital uh, twinning technology to the industry, and uh, which I believe is what um, you want to hear more about. I saw your presentation on digital twins, and that actually inspired me to contact you in the first place. But can you explain us what digital twins are, especially from the construction industry point of view? Yes, sure. So, yeah, as I said, um, the concept of a digital twin is not actually new. Um, it's been around for over 15 years. We talk about the terminology. It was firstly defined by Dr. Michael Graves at the University of Michigan. Um, and uh, it was during his course for, you know, project lifecycle management for the terminology, the terminology actually comes from the manufacturing industry. They started implementing, you know, this technology. But if we go back to the earlier versions of digital twinning, we can actually refer them back to the 1960s, 1970s. In fact, at the time, NASA uh, started using the earlier versions of digital twin, which were called at the time mirrored systems. And this type of technology not only helped engineers to solve complex problems uh, with their equipment, but also sometimes predict, you know, the faults. And the same type, same type of technology is actually what was used to bring back the astronauts from the failure of the uh, Apollo missions. So, um, and now they are in the construction industry. Um, I would say it's, um, we start now start uh, hearing about a bit more. Probably the, the main reason uh, why um, now is becoming a bit of a hot topic you know, in the construction industries, obviously, because the current challenges and the opportunity this new type of technology is actually, you know, can can bring, you know, to the construction market. So we talk about, you know, so what is a digital twin? You know, we are talking about um, we need um, the virtual replica, then we need the physical asset, and then we need to have a real-time connection, which can create be created uh, with sensors, which allows us to create the digital twin. And of course, this is, um, as you know, has been possible if you're talking about manufacturing industries, but today it has been very challenging to apply the same type of technology to the construction industry. And the main reason is because obviously the uh, natural, the, the nature of the, you know, of the environment, the built environment, and the, the extremely long life cycles so of our assets, you know, takes years and years to build. And the, you have extremely large number of stakeholders. It's not only one company, it's many, many, many companies, you know, involved and, um, you know, on the entire supply chains. And, um, and also, the, you know, the life cycle, you know, is quite long. Our assets, you know, stands on the ground for many, 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 many years, you know, um, at the time. So up to now, this has been challenging to be applied to the technology, to the construction industry. However, there are several benefits that digital twinning, you know, technology can bring to the construction market. 
So if we talk about you know, the benefits from the owner perspective, the ability to have a real-time connection between your physical asset to your virtual replica allows you to monitor not only the um, uh, your asset, but uh, you know the moment. But allows you while you in the, our case we start designing, you know our uh, you know building allows to predict how it's going to be maintained. And in the moment we gather all this information about you know the asset allows it to you know to all this data to be used you know in the long term. So. The benefits are reducing the overall, you know, cost of the life cycle, better predict, you know, maintenance, predicted behavior, you know, and overall, you know, the performance improvements of our built assets. And if we talk about the end users, um, you know, benefits, well, we are all the end users. We are all users of the built environment. We all need, you know, to use buildings to live and work and you know, socialize and, you know, go to school. So we, we, we need buildings and we need infrastructures to move around. So ultimately, we need, you know, better, a better built and, you know, more efficient built environment. And the digital twinning technology allows you to do that. There is also another important aspect, which is the reason why probably it's becoming really more important, the opportunity to look at, you know, what, you know, this type of new technology can bring to the market, which is the fact that we have this huge increased demand for housing and infrastructure because our global population is growing. At the same time, we have declining profit margin. And now we have a global, you know, 4.4, you know, average, you know, profit margin in industry, which is second, you know, only to agriculture. And if we talk about, you know, one of the most important industries uh, of our, you know, um, in our everyday lives, you know, this is extremely important. So one way to improve the profit margin and making sure we can meet our global demand for housing infrastructure is innovation. Is innovation is doing and applying new technology and new ways doing things and do more with less. And certainly the digital training technology can allow us, you know, to do that. But what's required from, uh, let's say, AEC practitioners to provide digital twins and uh, what would they gain from that? So, as we said, you know, to create a digital twin, we need a virtual replica, the physical asset and the sensors connected, you know, IoT sensors connected uh, to both. And we are all familiar with our, you know, built asset life cycle. So we start from the planning, conceptual design, and going to the detailed designs. Then we build our asset. Then we operate and maintain our asset, and then either just, you know, demolished or it gets renovated. So during the design phase is actually when, which you know, as already mentioned, it can take years for some of our built, you know, buildings and infrastructure to actually design. And then in that moment. We do have already, there is already a lot of digital data that get exchanged between the, the uh, various stakeholders. But what happens is this data is not necessarily organized. And uh, 
it doesn't allow to um, to bring you know the fact that we we don't really organize and we don't exchange this you know data in a meaningful structured way that allows us to use to you know to use later it doesn't allow us to bring and create this you know what could be the virtual replica and connect it to the physical asset once it gets you know built and the, as you mentioned yes we do have already a process uh, which allows us and help us support supposed to help us to help us streamline in this process and making sure we organize the data you know related to this um, built asset in a organized and structured manner, which is built information modeling process, which as well has been around since the 70s, but still nowadays we struggle to implement. And there are many reasons why we know is, uh, you know, we struggle to implement it. Um, it's very difficult to shift from the current way of doing things. It's a very, um, you know, construction is a very risk adverse um, industry so changing the way we do things tends to be complicated and as i said the fact that you know profit margin are becoming you know that reduce it you know um year over year you know it causes huge problems because we need to meet the demand at the same time there is no time to start implementing testing new things which is safe enough and making sure it's you know safe and still allows you to create a safe building a safe infrastructure you know, allows us to implement, you know, these new processes. But certainly one of the things that is necessary for, you know, the creation of digital twinning technology is the implementation of, you know, processes such as building information modeling. And what we need is the, you know, the collaboration within the industry and within the stakeholder that allows us to bring, the, you know, together all the data that is related to our built asset. Because if we organize in a very meaningful way and format all our data during the design process, by the time we create our physical asset, all we have to do is install our sensors and connect our physical asset to the virtual replica. But unfortunately, this is still not the case. And uh, we do have we do face many challenges, you know, to, you know, that we need to overcome um, before we are able to do that. Construction is a fairly short period, even if it takes years compared to the whole life cycle of the, of the built environment. So, uh, and, and the benefits will, as you mentioned, be uh, very substantial to for the owners and the users, but but what what should building uh, or infrastructure owners do uh, to implement digital twins? Well, as I mentioned, there are many benefits from both the owner perspective and the user perspective in start you know doing more with less and certain digital twin technologies away. So, from the owner perspective, is the uh, education of you know. Um, of the owner in what are the benefits of, you know, what is the end goal? We need to maintain, you know, I'm the owner of a building of infrastructure and we need to maintain these, you know, uh, assets for many, many, many years to come. And there are many, many benefits uh, in, in, in doing, you know, in, in a better organized and structured, you know, process um, and for, you know, and digital twin technology. So what I have to do, you know, 
as an owner is the understanding then yes perhaps during the uh, capex you know phase when we start designing and building our asset there might be a bit more investment required initially but the long-term you know operational opex you know benefits are huge are immense and it's um, is the understanding that we need to invest a bit more in the early stages to make sure we have the long term you know goal in mind and at the end of the day allows us to you know to have a more efficient more um, better design you know um, in environment yeah and we know that that's not easy to convince the owners to <laughs> invest upfront more than than they have they are used to probably owners who are long term owners like the public sector might be uh, maybe the first movers in in this or what do you think so yeah it's um, it's actually really interesting because um Lately, actually, there has been um, a bit of a shift, especially from uh, um, uh, the UK government. Uh, so in the early um, December, um, it was actually really interesting because the Centre of Digital Built Britain, which was set up by the government uh, in UK to bring together government, academia, industry and help us and help, you know, the construction industry to digitally transform actually published a paper which is called the Gemini Principles, which provides the sector with a fundamental you know, definition of the values to guide and not only one digital twin for a specific infrastructure, but a national digital twin, which is an ecosystem of digital twins which are connected with each other. So we are already, you know, seeing that actually the as a government, as a you know owner of all this infrastructure, is actually already you know accepting that there are huge benefits in uh, building, you know, and creating something digitally before even uh, gets built, you know, physically. And I think one of the most um, the very interesting uh, aspects was actually that was actually the first times so actually saw some stated data. Um, and so the, the paper actually uh, states that this greater, greater data sharing could actually bring benefits up to 7 billion <laughs> per year across the entire UK infrastructure sector, which is equivalent of the 25% of the total infrastructure spent. So it's not even a question is, you know, if we, is actually there are benefits or no, it's, there are benefits, certain there are benefits, and we have to do that. And not only creating a digital twin for each infrastructure, but actually find a way in a very safe way to connect the infrastructure with each other, because this will overall bring huge, you know, billions of benefits um, to the country. Perhaps it is the missing link that we have missed so far in, in the industry. Well, certainly is uh, taking... Uh, what we currently have to the next level. And uh, we've been talking about the building information modeling process for many, many, many years in the industry and still come across people that never heard of it. Now, you know, finally, especially, you know, in, um, um, 
in universities, then you know, and I work, you know, in um, educational institutes. Finally, you know, the terminologies, you know, and the process and the knowledge of the process actually finally, you know, becoming a fundamental part of each, you know, practitioner, um, AC practitioner in the industry. However, that's just following the process. We already know it's uh, not exactly the solution. The long term allows us to take it to the next level, takes to understand what ultimately we want to achieve, and the ultimate goal is create, you know, a better environment for all of us. So let's talk about, you know, the all our, you know, our build, you know, design. We we build and operate our assets. The fact that we gather all this very useful data along the life cycles, and we start at the same time uh, connecting, you know, this data. And if in, in the case, as as you know, as I mentioned, we create national, you know, um, twin. Um, uh, and grids then is when that you know allows us to uh, analyze the data on a different level, which what we could call you know creates us allows us to create the smart cities. Which at the same time, if we start analyzing all this data, we will actually understand how we use our everyday environment and make you know the necessary changes to have at the same time better design. So. In this case, I see as digital twinning, you know, creating this virtual circle where we have at the fundamental, which is the building information modeling process, and then we, with the creation of and the connection of sensors, the virtual replicas, the physical asset, we create a digital twin, and then at the higher, you know, scale, we can connect and create a grid, analyze this data, which allows us to create a better, you know, environment for all of us. So I think what we need to understand is that digital transformation is happening and is driven by people and not necessarily, you know, the government, even if they are trying to do their best, you know, to drive change. And the decision making process is driven by the availability of structured data, which results in success, you know, successful creation and operation of assets, which thereby results in creating a practical, more practical, more useful, more affordable environment, which ultimately results in improving the quality of life of all citizens, you know, with the creation of, you know, of smart cities. And ultimately, we are the end users, you know, who are beneficiary, you know, of, um, of this. I'm sure that our listeners would like to find out more information on, on digital twins and uh, where can they find that information and how can they contact you if they want to uh, continue the discussion? Um, yes, certainly. Um, I delivered a lecture. I was honored enough to be invited by University College London uh, to deliver a lecture in early uh, December. This is available on the UCL, the Bartlett School, um, um, in um, on the website, so uh, you can, you know, um, listener can just type the Bartlett School, School of Construction Project Management at UCL, and the lecture is called Digital Twin Axiom or Fake News, and uh, they have, the recording is available there, directly from their website or on YouTube, where they can just 
uh, Google digital twin axiom or fake news. I'm also extremely active on LinkedIn. Uh, so, and I will uh, start delivering more and more uh, this um, uh, after this lecture, actually now got invited and I have two more uh, to come, one in uh, UK, Newcastle, up north, and actually just been invited to uh, deliver a similar lecture at the Polytechnic of, of Milan in the new year. Um, but also, um, listeners can find me on my uh, website at www.be-wise.xyz. So the extension is actually uh, the three-dimensional Cartesian axis, which is XYZ. Christina, thank you very much for the interview and all the best to your work. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm.